This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. On this one, we're just going to get straight to the topic because every time I do this, I fucking forget. Let's do it, man. Yeah, so... Um, on the Patreon, we have a lot of people who have first dibs on topics and questions, and when it comes, especially when it comes to advice that they want us to answer. And I thought it was just dope just to kind of, you know, freestyle some advice for you guys. Let's um, do it. The only way you can ask, though, is if you become a Patreon member. So make sure you <laughs> sign up for the Patreon now. Make it popping and happen. So this uh, message came from Cesar Ortega, a Patreon member. Hey, David and Joe, I don't feel like I have many to talk to right now, so I figure I'd vent to you. Right now, I'm in a relationship with this great girl, uh, and I know I want a future with her right now. However, I'm in California with my family after living in Houston for three years, but I go back to California. I'm going to school and working towards a nursing career, but it's so hard to find motivation to continue going to school while being separated from my girlfriend. I just know that I want to take care of my career so that I can support my girl and get that job that I find really fulfilling. And I know that helping people as a nurse is super filling, but damn, I feel so stagnant right now. I'm 20 years old working as a certified nurse aide and going to school to get my bachelor's in nursing. And damn, it feels like I'm on a routine. The job is great, but school just doesn't feel as gratifying. It just makes me question why I'm schooling. If it doesn't make me happy, if it doesn't make me happy, it just feels like a chore. Well, I've said what I had to say. Um... Oh, and I think I want to find another route, even though I know it won't be the secure as secure as the job I have now. Um, living with my parents feels like I'm not my own person, and fe- and I feel like I'm being treated by my parents as if I'm still a little kid, and I can't make decisions for myself, and it's annoying. I'm sure there's a better way of saying this, but um, it's frustrating not being able to live the life I want to because I'm still under their house, so and I still have to follow the rules, and I am over it. Every time I talk to a young person, yeah, I want to fucking choke him and be like you bitch (laughs) and i and i and and i love and i love this guy because he reminds me of me when i was his age and um i think like the problem that we all have when we're younger is we don't know how to prioritize our thoughts yeah yeah because to me the simple solution is you know, your ticket out of all of this is when you get your bachelor's mm-hmm. and you start working as a nurse. Yeah. It's just the time, right? Yeah. So, like, I always tell people, like, when you're when you're going through school, when you're working on your degree, when you're going before you have your career and all that, it's not supposed to be fulfilling because that's what you're supposed to be doing. It's training. When is training ever going to, like, make you feel fulfilled, make you feel accomplished, mm-hmm. make you feel happy. Like, you're not even there yet. You're practicing. You're yeah. still at the point of practice. So, like, when you're, like, 
judging your life right now and being like, oh, I'm not fulfilled and happy with what I'm doing. It's not – it's like, duh, fool, you're practicing. Yeah, and I think just reading from what from what you said, you already don't know what the fuck is going on in your head because you said a couple of things that juxtapose what you were saying. You yeah. said – I'm working towards a career that's very fulfilling. And then in the latter half of the message, you said nursing is not fulfilling. So Again, I want to find something that's not nine of like, it's like, what are you saying, fool? Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, he's probably like, well, nursing will pay the bills and I can probably like work three or four days out of the week because they have really dope schedules and I can take care of my girl and I can do this. So he's really balancing it all out. If I could go back and tell myself, uh, do not make any don't meet in the middle for shit. Yeah. Like if I wanted to pursue JK, I should have just went a hundred percent and I shouldn't have been like, well, I need to get a career first and I needed to do this first. And I needed to like, it's, it's fine. to have a game plan, but we all kind of know what we really, really want, but we talk ourselves out of it is what I'm yeah. saying. And definitively what is, what is fulfilling for you? Like what, what does fulfillment mean? Because the other part that's kind of disturbing about what you said is that you, it seems that you wanted to complete this job and have a good, good living for your girlfriend. First of all, you're 20 fucking years old. Why do you have to take care of her? You, you shouldn't, <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't be looking forward to, to have a job and a career to make money, to take care of your fucking girlfriend. But David, that pussy's so good. <laughs> he can't stop thinking about it, man. Nothing is as exciting as that pussy. That's exactly what he said. He's like, oh, man, like, I can't see her until I go to Houston, but I'm here in California. Life is so boring. Of course it's boring because you're not fucking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think right now, like, your dick is getting in the way of your fucking brain because <laughs> you're, you're you're talking about this 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 nursing career that you're doing is very hard to do because you're spending most of your energy and time thinking and missing missing your fucking girlfriend. Yeah. Like this is a problem that a lot of young people have. And I say this because I'm also saying this to my young self. We invest our time into other people rather than investing it into ourselves. But we don't know how. Yeah. We don't know what that means. Yeah. Fucking my dick so fucking <laughs> lonely right now. Yeah. I mean, for you, Caesar, if, if you're thinking, if your mind already is that you are doing this career uh, for to provide for somebody else, it already doesn't make sense because your personal career should be for yourself for first. You. Yep. So I don't I don't really understand how that logic works. And like Joe said, I think you understand what's great about nursing is because of those uh, quote unquote flexible hours. You work three days a week, but they're twelve hour shifts, um, and that's kind of what entices you to kind of go and pursue that career because yep. you understand what you'll get in the end of it. But of course, all the stuff that you're going to do up until that point is going to be boring. Not all this shit is fucking easy. Yeah. You know, even, even for example, like the stuff that we did on YouTube, when we first started off, man, this shit made no fucking money, bro. Yeah. It wasn't fulfilling in that way. Yeah. I mean, it was fulfilling to the soul, yeah. but not when the video didn't do well, not when the fucking computer crashed and we had to re-edit the video, yeah. not when you fucking post a video and only three people see that shit, <laughs> you know, like, it's not going to be the greatest. So, like, I always tell people this, like, when you're going toward the goal that you want, learn to look so far fucking ahead that whatever you're dealing with right now, you, you're like, fine. So, like, he's like, I get no respect in the home. Fine. That should be motivation for you to hurry up and get this damn degree. Stop fucking bullshitting around and then become a nurse and start making that money because nurses get, like, paid fucking good. And you can move out 
And who gives a fuck if they keep treat you like a kid? You don't have to see them anymore. Just deal with it. It's only a year or two. And here's the other thing, too. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. And what I mean by that is you can't live under somebody else's roof, rent fucking free, eating all the food, using all the toiletries, yeah. using everything in the fucking house. And you want house. them to treat you good. Yeah, and then you <laughs> want them and you want to be an independent human being. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. I see this a lot. I mean, Cesar, obviously, Ortega, you're not you're not Asian, but there's a lot of Asian kids that I've heard so many times talk about this shit. They go, I'm an independent person. I'm an adult. Really, you're not though? Because they you're, take care of you. Because you're still sucking on your dad's dick and yep. your mom's tit. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not really that independent. Yeah. I wasn't independent. Yeah, you want to be treated as an individual. Yeah. But when they financially support you, yep. they are the ones putting money into your bank. They could treat you whatever way they want. That's the control that you give yeah. them. So if you really don't want that, then yeah, you can move out. I don't think it's fucking smart. I Save the money, man. Just go through the headache. Save the money. Hey, I'll tell you this, man. If my parents were still living in L.A., I'd live with them. Me too. I, I would move I, in. Oh, my God. I would pay them a little bit of rent, help them out around the house. I would just hear them fucking nag at me all day, but I would save a shit ton of money and work towards my future. If someone's going to cook for me, clean for me, fucking listen to me complain, I will listen to them complain, and I will yeah. listen to their fucking stupid joke suggestions all day long. Yep. <laughs> just so I can be rent fucking free. Yeah. I don't think you realize too as an adult. Oh, is this shit falling down? God damn it. So all right, now now it's back to two <sighs> uncles bitching out Caesar. <laughs> yeah, so when you're an adult, I don't think you realize how expensive it is to be independent. Right? So you're twenty years old. When I was your age too, I used to think that I wanted all this independence and which I did. And I did get for myself, but I also forgot how much shit costs yeah. to be on my fucking own. How much that weight of responsibility is to, to carry that shit on your shoulders. Yeah, but good for him though. He's a he's a certified nurse assistant. Yeah. I think at at twenty, kicking ass. I was still jacking off and dreaming of being the biggest drug dealer in California at twenty years old. <laughs> I was a piece of shit. You're more of a man than I was at 20, 20 years old. You're fuck. You got a legit job. You you have a, a licensed. You're a licensed professional. You know yeah. like. He's probably making like 15 bucks an hour more than I fucking did at 20 years old. So good yeah. for you. You just have to deal with you just got you just going to have to deal with bullshit, but just understand that it's temporary. And one or two years is not that much time and it's just going to make you tougher. So use this time to just motivate yourself like, you know what? I'm going to fucking get, I'm going to be a nurse, like I'm going to have my own place. I'm a fucker in this living room. I'm a fucker in that fucking <laughs> shower right there. We're going to be all over the house. I'm going to move her over here from Houston. You know, she's going to pursue her dreams and shit. We're going to be awesome. Just to go back to what I was saying before, like you really do and I'm not telling you this just so you as if I could do any better than you. What I'm saying is that in your case you really do have to take a step back and start thinking about doing things for yourself first, especially at your age. Yeah. Because the fact that you said that you're doing this for your girlfriend, for me anyways, is it's a little alarming. Because I'm not saying y'all are going to break up. I'm not saying that shit. But motherfucker, you're 20 years old. That shit is a possibility. But he loves her so much, wants to take care of her and show her that he's a man and he could provide, <laughs> man. Because he's already talking about marriage, right? That's how that's how good her pussy is. Because yeah. he's like, I gotta fucking lock this shit in before anybody else gets this. Yo, Caesar, I'll tell you this, man. Um, I had a buddy of mine who, who before he went to the military, he was with the girl, loved her to death. 
uh, even uh, took care of her kid a lot. And I think that kid looked at him. I think he called him dad and shit yeah. and everything too. And he specifically went into the military because of the military benefits and what he could do for her and that kid, right? Signed up, decided to go into the military, and lo and behold, he got in and started doing it. And then as it was continuing, he was going to bring them with them. Yeah. Uh, that bitch broke up with him. Yeah. While he was whatever, not in, in training or whatever, right? And he was getting things set up where he was going to get paid. And I think you get paid more if you have like a dependent under you and shit like that. Yeah. And she broke up with him because she didn't want to be with him. And she did that after he left. Well, I think that's the problem with a lot of guys is we have this imagination of how the world is going to be. And, mm. and then we don't communicate, right? So that's a big problem is like you don't, we don't sit down and actually ask them, hey, do you want to get married? Do you want to do this? Whatever. Like it's more like, it's more like I want this. Mm-hmm. I want it to be true. Yeah. I wonder if you even had a conversation with your girlfriend about this too. Like, do you tell her straight up, hey, fucking night, I'm out here in California and I do this shit for you? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not what you sound like. But, <laughs> you know, I'm out here in California. I'm fucking doing this shit for you, fucking puta. Like, I'm fucking out here just being a nurse and shit. Like, are you saying that to her and she's okay with that? She's like, thank you, baby. Thank you so much for being a nurse for yeah. me. Is, is that the type of relationship that you have? Because, I think in a healthy relationship, somebody wouldn't want you to base your career on, you know, for them. Because I'm pretty sure she's a grown-ass woman. Why can't she have a career? How come she can't support you a little bit, too? Yeah, how come she can't be a nurse, too, and you guys could nurse together at the same hospital? Yeah, nurse each other's feelings and shit. Yeah, man. make double the income. That's a fuck ton of money, man. Hell yeah. Dude, yeah. when I see... when I Nurses make good fucking money, Yeah. Man. And this is another good topic to get into. Uh, we, we always talk about this, where... Um, I think people make a big mistake about trying to check all their boxes with one thing in their life. Yeah. Right. Uh, Specifically, a lot of people do that with their careers. They think that their career is supposed to be soul satisfying, make you a shit ton of money, uh, fix your marriage, do all the stuff for you. Right. But it's not a remedy for one thing. You have to learn how to compartmentalize what you want in life with different things. Right. Because I think just recently I, I used to do that. I thought. Okay, well, if I work on my career here, um, as long as my career's fucking dope and tight, it'll everything else will just fall into place. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Like I have to develop other parts of myself too, and it'll get better on its, it's own. It's all balance. It's all balance. Because yeah. I thought that okay, if I'm making a lot of fucking money, then what other worries do I have? Yeah. But that wasn't true. The when I made the most amount of money when I was when I thought that would solve everything for me because I grew up so poor, it didn't fix shit. It was when you were the saddest. I was the fattest and I was the saddest. Fattest and saddest. I was so fat. I was so fucking sad and I didn't know what to do with myself because I thought that if I made all this money, it would create leisure. It would create time for me to spend with my girlfriend and all this other stuff. And it really didn't. It didn't fix shit. Yeah. Because I was trying to check off my happiness box with one fucking thing when really I think humans are really complicated and we need a lot of different activities and we need to fulfill ourselves with different things. Yep. That's true, man. And I think everyone's at that stage around 20 is like, oh, um, I got to choose my life's destiny. What's my purpose? You What's my know. passion? You know, I, I mean, I had the hardest time choosing my major. I probably switched my major like five times. Oh, for sure. Because I was like, oh, fuck. I started thinking about like my future and, and how my life was going to be if I choose this career, then this and that. And it's it's kind of scary because there's just so many things to think about you can't predict. And it yeah. almost feels like you can't control your own life. Yeah. So he's probably sitting there like, oh, man, like, what if this doesn't work out? And then, well, I become a nurse and then, like, I don't like it. And then, like, I want to find something that I do am passionate about or whatever. But I always say, like, just 
everyone's got to be responsible for the decisions that they make. That means like make the decision and be okay if it doesn't turn out the way that you wanted it to. It's just a way towards something. Yeah. And 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 don't, you know, expect too much from it. Yeah. The only thing you you should expect from your career is that it pays you and it takes care of you. Yeah. And it's not going against your morals and maybe, you know, if it if it makes you feel like fulfilled, then great. But not everyone gets that luxury of balancing out fulfillment, purpose, great money, all that shit. Cause like, especially at 20, like you're fucking, you're lucky as hell that you get a job that pays you 12 bucks an hour. Right. But how the fuck is that going to fulfill you? Like, especially if you're doing shit like data entry, data entry is like, I'm, I'm, I'm putting shit on an Excel sheet, numbers, fucking letters, words, how the fuck do I find purpose behind that? I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to pay the bills, you know? Like, yeah. And then there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't know what the purpose is in fucking stapling papers. And it's like, you're not supposed to. Have, the purpose is you're learning how to fucking work because you're a fucking loser and you never worked a day in your life. <laughs> yeah. And you're learning work skills. Yeah. And it's a stepping stone, you fuckface. Yeah. Like, God. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people, too, who have great jobs, but they find their fulfillment on their weekends when they spend it with their family or they go hiking and they do like spartan runs or whatever and that's the part that fulfills this other part of their life that their career doesn't you know you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to it's like oh this this doesn't feel as fulfilling (laughs) and you know you're 20 years old man you're you're gonna go through these feelings all the time specifically when you're doing the boring parts of where you want to go because that's the struggle in everything right and you know just anything in life you guys already know this some of the Things with the biggest amount of rewards have the shittiest roads to get to that. Oh point. hell yeah, man! It 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 takes time to develop that that stuff. And right now you're sad because your girl's not there. You're not getting your dick sucked, dude. Yeah, everybody would be sad if they're not getting their dick Long sucked. Long distance relationships suck. This podcast is brought to you by Purple, my friends. If you have never have never had a good night's sleep in your life, I guarantee it's probably because of that crap, crap mattress you're sleeping on. Well, my friends, that's because you've never graced and blessed your body with a purple mattress. I've had my purple mattress for a minute right now, and I gotta say something, guys. Uh, Best sleep I've ever had. Uh, I've had a lot of back issues in my life because for some reason, I was told by an old Asian lady that sleeping on a bed that's made of rocks, age-old history, hay, Dirt and pain was the way to go. But the Purple Mattress, my friends, is made with rocket science involved. Yes, the technology behind it involves some rocket science. It's cold and cool and warm at the same time. Kind of a crazy thought, right? But it keeps you cool, but it keeps you warm at the same time. It's just right. It kind of relieves all the pressure points in my body because it's not one of those weird spring mattresses. And my friends, if you want a Purple Mattress, I got to tell you, there's not a better time than right now. You're going to love purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Have you had a long distance relationship before? Yeah, I was with one with Jess. Oh, that's right. You guys were long distance. That was rough. Yeah. Because you don't have access to the person. Yeah. And you get to see them like once a month if you're lucky, maybe once every two months or something. Um, And you don't even get to see them for a long time. But I do have to say that. 
there's something awesome about that because every time you see them, it's very special. Oh, it's like I haven't seen you in so long. Every single time. So, um, and then when we started to live with each other, like that magic disappeared. Yeah. So you're not excited to see each other. So things are going to change. Like just coming from a long distance relationship to living with each other. Man, it is a huge difference. So you might be thinking like, every time I see her, it's it's bliss, and we fuck like bunnies, and like we every, every time it's like an awesome date because yeah. you're always on vacation. Yeah. But when you mix school, work, stress, paying bills, living together, fucking snoring, and mm-hmm. oh man, you're not just honestly prolong the 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 long distance as long as possible i've i had a long distance relationship and i think i could relate to caesar a lot specifically because i was roughly around his age 18 19 when i had a long distance relationship and i was just like him too i was like oh my god i fucking miss her so much you know what I mean? like, oh god like i would talk to her every fucking night like a fucking loser um waste her time and we would just sit there on the phone because we missed each other you're like what are you doing nothing what are you doing exactly dude (laughs) just like until like four or fucking 5 a.m it's like dog this is so dumb and and during those times too is when i didn't really develop who i was yeah i just put my time and love and effort into this relation this long distance relationship i worried about what she was doing i wanted her to be next to me all this other shit and for fucking what man because it feels good yeah i I, I, but it I, goes away though. Oh yeah, yeah, it really does. And those were the times that I feel like I I wasted a lot of energy, um, on people say, on people and specifically yeah. her. And who knows, man? Maybe if if I wasn't such a loser at the time, <laughs> and maybe she wasn't such a fucking loser at the time, maybe we still would have been together. It's a part of growing up for real. Yeah, but it, there's a balance, right? Mm-hmm. I wish someone was there to tell me like, quit fucking dicking around. Yeah. And jacking off on the phone, listening to her voice. <laughs> you fucker. Why are you, why are you breathing so heavy, baby? Just keep talking. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, they would moan for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's just over here just like reading a bug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, so good. I, I, oh, can you do that thing when it's high pitched and shit? <laughs> Make that noise that I like a lot. Why are you breathing so heavy? <laughs> oh, my God. But it's so stupid because if someone told me, hey, quit fucking with your dick and you could get the real thing. If you just hurry up and become successful, mm-hmm. she'll fucking you can fly her over every week. It doesn't matter. Oh, for sure too. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the positives. If I could look at the the long distance relationship thing, like you said, the 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 time I did get to see my girlfriend when I was away, um, always felt special. Yeah, it was like it was like that brand new butterfly feeling again. Yeah, like, every oh. single time, it's very intense. Do, do do you feel like when you were with Jess, um? That was kind of like the foundation of what you thought was going to happen when you when, when she came here too. Yeah, like it was supposed to feel like that all the time. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be um, vacation all the time, you know. Yeah, and and it was gonna be awesome, but that was a very unrealistic idea of what reality was. Mm. But I mean, you know, like um, I'm delusional, dude. <laughs> I'm a I I just believe a lot of shit that I think. Uh, that I want to believe sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, it's going to be vacation all the time. And it probably could have been that way if we didn't fucking fight so much. Yeah. If we learned how to solve our issues quicker, if we learned how to like just just move on, it would have been better. But it was a bad recipe for that. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Well, Cesar Ortega, I hope you like that one. We got another one from, should we do a lady or a 
Was that a boy? Yes, that was a boy. That was a boy boy. Oh. We should do a lady one. Oh, let's do a lady one. I got this guy and he won't fuck me. Oh. <laughs> that used to be as the feels. There will all be so many girlfriends like, my boyfriend doesn't fuck me enough. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck? What kind of guys are you dating? And how, why is there so many women that are like, my God, my boyfriend doesn't fuck me. Well, you know, I always wonder too when I, when I, you know, when I hear that type of shit yeah. is, well, how shitty is your guys' communication? Oh, did you ask him? Did you? Did you? Do you? Or do you expect him to always make a fucking move? Did you grab his dick and start sucking it? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm pretty sure if you grab his dick, he's not going to be like, "Babe, come on, stop." Right. You know, I I think. uh, And if he did, though, that's weird. There's a lot of people too who just expect things to happen, especially when it comes to fucking in a relationship. Like uh, girls who are a little more timid with their emotions and feelings, and they feel that even till this day, when they're an adult, that sex is something that's naughty. They always expect the guy to make a move. Like oh. the guy has to come up and touch her tail, grab her yeah. ass, or start kissing her neck. But sometimes for a guy, they're just you know they're waiting for you to make a move. You yeah. know, and then if you're the person that's always shy and you're the person that's always pushing back, after a while, the guys will be like, oh, maybe she doesn't want to fuck all the time. Oh yeah, I'm that way because I I only like to hunt so much, and then if I don't feel that uh that back i feel like i'm a rapist because i'm like i'm the only one that's always wanting to fuck like i feel like a weird horn dog and then i'm not even sure if she wants it i had a relationship too but we had a long talk about um um it was it was kind of in that situation where i said i don't always want to be the one to always have to ask you for sex yeah right because if you want sex you have to speak up yeah right because there can't be a moment where it's just like, hey, we haven't really had sex. They're all while. like sexually frustrated and shit. And it's like, why didn't you fucking tell me? Yeah, I would have like, been down. Yeah, it's because I also just don't like being told no all the time, yeah. right? And then I can't read your mind and figure out when you want sex. That's true. Especially when, I, when, when it's always in – the cards are in your hand to always say no. Because if you ask me to fuck, I will never – ever say no <laughs> you know what i mean i could be doing open heart surgery i would leave the scalpel in the fucking heart we'll go fuck and i'll come back and i'll figure it out later you know what i mean so it's definitely not my problem oh, it's not me not wanting to have sex like with that specific girl because she grew up i think thinking sex was such a dirty thing yeah she felt weird asking for sex and so she wanted like me she's to- a slut yeah no really that's wow. what it was like oh I, I don't feel really comfortable with it it's like well i don't really feel comfortable being shot down 50 percent of the time yeah it's it's a touchy subject man yeah yeah and i always say like um kudos to the guys out there that that can date a girl that has a weird relationship with the whole that topic yeah i, I like hoes dude straight <laughs> <laughs> fucking Girls that do just they're so comfortable with themselves. Like I yeah. just because it makes me uncomfortable when someone's so uncomfortable. Yeah, because I'm just like, yo, loosen up, you know, and um, I don't want to be the one that's like, I don't like this whole guidance thing. I like equals. Yeah, because if some guys like that, because they, they're like, oh, you know, like I know fucking I'm the fucking master. I can show you the world for me. I'm like, I don't want to fuck a virgin. I yeah. want a slut. <laughs> you want some damn experience. I want. Yeah, because like. I want to get past that and see how we can connect sexually and what we can um, provide for each other. Yeah. So it's almost, it's almost like like you don't want to play basketball with a child. Yeah. You want to play with someone who's going to give you something back energy-wise and you want to be able to discover together. So not that like inexperienced people can't, but they have to be at least comfortable or have a healthy relationship because i don't want to guide them through it and i think that's the way girls feel about like virgin guys right like they don't want to guide this nerd 
They want a man that's going to, yeah. It's hard. It's, It's a definite, like, uphill battle because for me... I've always I like messing around with girls who are loose women, but I never wanted to develop a relationship with girls who were too loose. <laughs> really, I think it's because maybe it's because the girls that I, that I fucked around with, I think they were just damaged women. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at that time, like I always said to, and I used to do this in a stand-up bit. Where it was like I, I used to say, "You must have you must have gone through some shit." To have found a man, like an Asian dude in flip-flops and socks <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> with an anime t-shirt and be like, I want to suck that dick. You know what I mean? Like, you, you must be going through some serious fucking shit. Oh, my God. You know, and I look back at the women, those women and I go, you know what? Thank you for making me feel special. Like, you really did take one for the team. Like, I, I, I appreciate you for, for fucking touching me. Because I look back at those photos and I'm like, damn, dude, you just really didn't want to get fucked. I mean, girls don't go for looks. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to fucking bitch that. No, I mean, like, I think a lot of girls get tur- – some girls get turned on by really interesting things like energy and, mm, like, yeah. connection and, like, like you know, like, Nikki. Like, she's like, all guys are sexless to me until they make me laugh. That's so fucking funny. She's like, once a man makes me laugh, she's like, oh. But that makes sense, though. You know, shout out to Nikki, but we, we saw what you looked like before. You looked like hot trash. So what if the shit. girls that you you got with, they, they're pretty now, but they look like shit before or something, and they're still in that – Mindset. Maybe, maybe, huh? Yeah, I don't know, but those girls were great, man. Like, I really do want to thank you, dude, for making me feel special for that one night. It's like, damn, dude, because you know that YouTube dick wasn't gonna get you anything. Oh <laughs> you know that God. shit wasn't gonna get you shit. You're just like, you know what, David? You make me laugh for tonight. It's like that dick. That's so funny. Yeah. Let's Wait, go- what was the girl's question? Oh yeah. So here we have from well, she doesn't have her real name. We out. <laughs> Can you address the importance of being vulnerable with your significant other? I feel like the generation I'm in doesn't understand that concept. Also address the fact that you don't become smaller by asking for forgiveness. It kind of falls into the same subject. Kind of. I don't think it's a generation thing. I think people in general don't even know what that word is yeah, or don't not... even know how to be vulnerable. I think your generation right now. You guys are the most vulnerable. They're more vulnerable than ours. Yeah, I've I've seen so many dudes cry in front of me now. When I was younger, man, I never saw a fucking male adult cry. Yeah, I, I didn't. And see And if that we shit. start crying, they'll be like, "Shut up, you bitch." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Why you cry?" Dude, my mom called me a bitch because I fucking cried in front of her once. Dude, <laughs> I feel like in our generation, if a guy cried in front of us, we'd stop being his friend. <laughs> Talk, yo, I t- so. Did I tell the story on this podcast? I might have, but um, we know this guy. But when his when his dad passed away, I uh, I just stopped being his friend. But he it was kind of weird that he asked us to come out and be with him after his dad passed away, because you know it's like a really vulnerable time. Like maybe you should like collect yourself a bit, yeah. and then you you could really talk to us a little more. But there was there was two people who oh I did tell this I told this on the Christino on a Christino podcast. But when Chris was on, but basically what happened was at the end of it, I kind of just. <laughs> I just went. I just patted his back really awkwardly twice. I was like, "You'll be better," and that's all I could do because I wasn't used to comforting somebody crying like that. Yeah. That's, that that wasn't my shit, you know. So, because because for me, if I'm going through some stuff, right, I would cry it out first, and then if I talk to you and a, and a tear comes out, that's that's an after effect of yeah. me really dealing with my emotions. It's because we get it. We is because we talk to each other when we're actually looking for a solution so we could figure it out. Yeah, I don't just go and cry just nah. to cry. Like I could I could cry just to cry by myself. And then I'll go ask advice for solutions. Yeah, that's how we handle shit, though. Yeah. Like, I think that's our generation or just the way that we deal with shit. Because um, if I'm going to waste your time, 
I want to be ready to do something about it. I don't want to fucking waste your time and then waste your time and then waste your time over the same shit and drive you crazy. Yeah. Because that's how I take it when people do the same shit. Yeah. I'm like, you cried about the same fucking shit for the fifth time. I'm not listening yeah. to you anymore. That makes me a bad friend. Maybe. I don't know. But um, I don't like that. Yeah. I like it because I feel disrespected. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm giving you my time. I'm giving you my support and what I think you should be doing because you're asking me questions. Um, and if you don't use it, that's fine. But yeah. don't ask me ever again. Yeah. Because I already gave you the answer. That means you weren't listening. Yeah. So what, what's that, an asshole? Yeah. But some people just vent just to vent, right? Yeah. And I'm getting better at that. But I think that's because that's the type of people we are. We just like, hey, man, don't fucking waste our time and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I think, too, um, just for her um, if you're having problems with this with other people opening up and being vulnerable it's also very hard for people to be vulnerable because a lot of people don't want to do that because they're afraid of getting hurt because when you yeah. open yourselves up and you get shut down when you decided to open yourselves up to this human being and that person gets fucking diced and sliced up it's like yo fuck I made a mistake I should have just shut my fucking yeah. mouth and that's what people are scared of because being vulnerable, yeah, it does open up a relationship and help it to grow. But you, that person also has to be willing to take that risk because there is a risk. This podcast is brought to you by Native, my friends. Have you ever walked around smelling like crap? That's probably because you're not using deodorant. Well, the deodorant of my choice, my friends, is Native. Native got that fresh, fresh, good scent. And not only... Do they smell good and they keep you smelling fresh because I've been on that eucalyptus and mint and that lavender scent? It comes without aluminums, parabens, and talc. And it's filled with stuff found in nature such as coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch. It's never tested on animals and there's free shipping and returns. Um, gotta say, guys. Love it, love it, love it, love the sense. It's and, and for me too, like especially because I do a lot of sports and I travel a lot. Deodorant is is something that I have to use consistently, and Native is a very very good deodorant to use. It doesn't have any funky or weird smells to it, and I like the fact that it's paraben free. And you guys know parabens any any product with parabens potentially bad for you. So I definitely like the way that they're on with that. So check it out. <clears throat> For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code GB during the checkout. That's once again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code GB during the checkout, my friends. Uh, like I said, I actually really do like this deodorant. Give it a go. And if you're not big into like those, you know, crazy weird name scents, um, and these are like scents that you know that you generally know the smell of and you know that it smells good and it keeps you staying fresh all day. So I use it a lot. It's dope. Give it a try. Yeah. Whenever, um, I look at a situation, I never, I never say you should be more vulnerable Yeah. because I'm not creating an environment for them to open up. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there are people that are very closed off, but people tend to confine in you or like they'll, they'll open up. When they feel comfortable. Yeah. Most people um, don't because they don't feel comfortable. Yeah. So a lot of the times people don't set up the right uh, environment for for people to be able to speak freely. Yeah. And if you're talking about this uh, in a relationship sense, yeah, I mean, being vulnerable with your partner is, is very, very important. Um, 
And if somebody finds that as a sign of weakness, you you would be very much mistaken because being vulnerable with your partner helps it to grow a lot. There's There are things that you should really open up and communicate with your partner, in my personal opinion, because who who else will be there for you? Yeah. Like who else? If if the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with that you're choosing, if you're in a monogamous relationship, if that person can't be there for you in that type of sense, then who? Like who? They're supposed to be your confidant. They're going to be your family. They're going to be a wife or a husband. And vulnerability is something that you should be selective of, but it should be something that you should be able to do with the partner that you're with because things can only get better from that point yeah you might get hurt you might feel like you made a mistake when that shit backfires in your face here and there but if you do have a healthy relationship and you guys are communicating really well then vulnerability is a fucking must i don't think in most cases two people know that they're holding information back Mm, yeah 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 yeah. like you know like most people they don't go throughout life like hiding shit like they're not doing it on purpose no it's like we all see it because people are stupid and we see what they're doing but we have this funny thing called ego that protects us from seeing ourselves so like you might see your boyfriend um hurt over something and then you're like talk to me about it and then he's all like i ain't hurt what the fuck what are you talking about yeah they don't Uh, even know they don't even know they don't know that they something just bothered them Mm -hmm. maybe you gotta word it different maybe it's like he doesn't like to be called hurt, even though that is what's happening. But when you want someone to be vulnerable with you, you got to use their words and things that make them comfortable instead of saying, no, you need to say it like me mm-hmm. and admit that you're hurt and be open and vulnerable. Like that'll never open people up. Yeah, it's and I understand what it's like to not want to be open and vulnerable with somebody, because in a previous podcast, when I first started this podcast, and I had Mariel on, I told her that's something that she didn't know, but I had a huge issue of saying, of showing her that I missed her or kind of being more affectionate towards her because I just had this weird roadblock of fear of like, well, what if you fucking leave? So what's the mm. whole point of showing you the side to me anyways? You know, there, there's, there's fear to that type of shit, especially, and it depends on, you know, what stage of your relationship you are with this person. Cause it took me like three years for me to finally open up and really be vulnerable with her to be. And you have to even know that you had that fear. Yeah, it took a while for me to kind of register yeah, that shit. Because like, most people will just react mm-hmm. and then just be like, uh, like and make maybe crack a joke instead of saying I miss you or whatever, yeah. right? Until someone points it out and yeah. you're like, what? Oh, I was, I was, because Mary would be on some shit like if I if, if I kind of uh, said like, hey, I really miss you and I appreciate you. This bitch, we'd be in a bunch of a group of our friends. And she's like, you know what David said yesterday? He said he really oh missed me. I'm God. like, you fucking bitch. Like, don't. That's between us. Why would you do that? Damn she it. She is so funny, dude. <laughs> just, I was like, God damn it. I just opened up to you, you fucking bitch. But it's because she thinks it's really cute. You yeah. Know? And she, she finds it really adorable. But and she like, wants to parade it around like a trophy. Yeah. Like, she feels great. Like, this is an awesome yeah. thing. And I, I understand it. I'm just like, God damn it, woman. Don't. She's gonna be an awesome mom. Yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> Embarrassing the fuck out of her kids. Huh. You know what little little Kang Kang said? I don't know the kid's <laughs> name yet. Kang Kang said that he loves his teddy bears. It's like, oh God, you just embarrassed our son. First of all, <laughs> I already named him Kang Kang, so he's already an embarrassment. Kang Kang. <laughs> little Kang Kang. Little Kang Kang, dude. Yeah. I uh, think everyone should learn to be a little more vulnerable though, but in order to to for that to happen. It takes a lot of courage and it. And what, what I mean by courage is being able to look inside. And this is some next level maturity shit where a lot of people can't even do it 
and they're like 60 or 70. Oh, dude, man, you would think through some of these old people, man, you would think that the moment they try to even say something is cute or adorable, you would think that they would have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. Cause, uh, because it's not manly enough, right? Like even saying, like for example, like my dad pff, has never said sorry. If that fool said sorry, I think he would have a heart attack on yeah, the spot. Yeah, same with my uncle, man. You know, it's like never sorry. Never say sorry. Never say sorry. Korea never say sorry, dude. Like They never will. Yeah. And it's because it makes you vulnerable. You have it makes to them lose. Fault. Yeah. It makes them wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think old Asian people just hate fucking losing and being wrong. Yeah. My, I, I think no mistakes. No mistakes whatsoever. I think my dad could literally like place a bed of knives upright on the floor, trip me and have me land in it, and he'll be like, you should have just been born with a steel body. <laughs> you know, you should have looked where you were walking. Uh, you should have tripped. Turned your body sideways and missed all the knives. Like That's just how that man is. Like It's impossible. See, you should have continued Taekwondo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> If you did that one. If you were never so pad, you'd be pasted like a cat, and then you'd jump on your feet like a this one, and then you'd be okay. <laughs> you know? My mom, too, she said this funny thing. Did your mom, uh, is your mom evolving more than your dad? It seems like. I think my dad has evolved past my mom. Really? My mom is the most stubborn human being oh, ever. Oh, shit. She, she, she's so fucking stubborn. She says, she goes, all the things that you hate about me that I do, don't even think about changing it because I will never change. Wow. Yeah, she goes, you be an adult and you live with it for the rest of your life. <laughs> so she well, just, she's on. She's very self-aware. Yeah, she's very. So she knows she's a fucking asshole. Yeah. She just is like, no, this is how mommy is. You either accept it or don't accept it. You're not going to change me. I'm like, That's oh. Dope. Okay, well, I guess I just have to deal with that then. Because, <laughs> for example, like this woman cannot keep a secret to save her life. Yeah. Like she still can't do it. Yeah. And I keep falling for the trap. I'm the dumb one. Yeah, Because you she's are. like, you could you could tell me. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm like, this is my mom. I could trust her. <laughs> Two seconds later, she goes, I told everybody. I'm like, you fucking bitch. She's probably like, I'm not going to tell nobody. And she goes out of her way to start calling people up. <laughs> instead of like, you know, when people slip at a secret. It's like, because during a conversation, right? Yeah. Your mom probably intentionally calls people up and lets them know your secret. Dude, verbatim what she said in Korean, she goes, I feel that if I don't tell somebody, I'm going to internally explode. <laughs> this... What From what? From guilt? <laughs> From like, because she just can't hold a secret. She just has oh, to tell somebody, dude. I'm like, you are the worst person ever. If I ever commit a crime, she is not allowed to be there as a witness. I'm she will. I have to tell you, David killed that person. She he killed him so bad. And all the crimes that you did in the past, all Dude, of it. My mom is such a unique person. Like I think I'm very grateful to have her because at least I could talk to her very casually and very fun. Um, and I didn't realize how uh, uncommon my relationship with my mom is. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, especially in an Asian household where, like, how close you guys are. Yeah, like we talk about everything. You know what I mean, like uh, Marilyn and I got into a little fight yesterday, yeah. and I talked to her this morning about it, just to vent. Yeah, and then I felt way better. Yeah, and my mom too. Whenever she fights with my dad, she calls she me vents. up and she bitches about this fool. This she called me up the other day, dude, uh, about my dad. She goes, "God damn, your dad did it again." I'm like, "What did my What did our dad do?" She goes, "You know how he just fucking acts like he's just the smartest motherfucking person on earth." Wow. And every time I do something wrong, he goes, "Oh, you don't even know how to do that." She's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know how to do shit. You know? She goes, well, there's a lot of shit that he doesn't know how to fucking do. He goes, how many times have I told him about the price of, of that product? And he always asks, oh, how much is it? How much is it? What are you, fucking dumb? Because <laughs> you're stupid too. And then she's literally talking shit about him as he's sitting right next to her. <laughs> wow. And he doesn't give a fuck. And my dad just in the background is like, your mom's at it again. And I can hear him just mouthing off in the back. And she's talking shit about him to me on the phone as he's sitting next to her. 
Dude, they have some passionate fights still, huh? Dude, they're old. They still fight super passionate. I mean, not as bad as it used to be when yeah. I was younger, but they still get into it. They man. still fight. It's because they work together 24 fucking 7. Still? They still run the business together. Damn. They see each other right when they wake up all the way till, the, till they sleep. They don't have a break from each other. So you think that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty bad idea, huh? Mom and pop shops? I, I think that it is. Some of our friends make it work. Yeah, I don't know how they fucking do it, though. Because yeah. I think if I work with Mariel every day, she and I not, will not be together. Mm. Um, we're, so, we're, we're just two headstrong people, and I, I can't do it. Maybe it's like, you know, how these couples are set up. I, I, feel, I feel like if, if um, what you get out of each other is different, like, for example, like maybe you and Mariel, like, you guys uh, get get out of a lot of things in life that's like, you're compatible in like philosophy and life and and your morals yeah. Yeah. and maybe like how you have fun, but then your career direction's totally different and how yeah. you do work is totally different. So maybe mm. that that's why it might not work out. But then you guys are so well in all these other things. And then some of our friends, I think it's like maybe their co- careers and things align. Yeah, it goes the same way. Especially in terms of creativity, she and I are, are very different. Yeah. So that's where we butt heads a lot. Like things that I find funny, she really doesn't find yeah. funny. So and if you notice our friends, they compliment each other. They don't get in each other's ways. Yeah. Because you and Mary are very artistic. Yeah. So you might conflict in things that matter. Whereas like like um, some of our friends, it's like they work in the same business, but they don't step on each other's like, like yeah. passions. Yeah. Like one is like, I don't give a fuck about the money part. You handle the money part. Yeah. And then that's all he does. And then then he's like, I don't even give a damn about the employees. And that's all she does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They just kind of know their roles very well. And I think Mariel and I don't have that. Like we have this thing of, for example, just like decorating the place, right? Yeah. I want to decorate it a certain way. And usually within a relationship, and this is funny, I just. But you're both very visual. See, that's why you step on. Yeah. Yeah. So we have this thing of, we just talked about this yesterday where I was like, the reason why it's hard for us to live together and be in a specific place is because we both want to say in the same things. Because mm. I think normally for a guy, when it comes to a place, like you just let the girl decorate and then you just come and live there. Yeah, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Pick, yeah. pick whatever you want. Yeah. makes you happy. Cause, but for me, I fucking hate her taste. So oh. when, she, when she wants to decorate stuff, I'm like, no, I don't want you to decorate shit because I don't like your taste. I think it's going to look terrible. <laughs> You know, like I think it's gonna look trashy. Ouch! Well, then, I mean, you did a great job on this place, though. It looks pretty chill. It's cozy. Yeah, and I, it's modern. Yeah, I want it to be modern, but but still kind of like. I, originally, I wanted this place to look like fucking Bali, dude. So when you come in, oh yeah, it's got a tropical vibe a little bit. Yeah, and I only did it like twenty percent because I was like, I'm not gonna live here forever, so yeah. I stopped because it's just you know it started adding up money wise. Yeah, because I wanted to add a lot more plants, like different types of art, a different rug, yeah, and just start doing a bunch of wicker wicker baskets and different like type of clay pots and shit. But then I thought too, like I don't really live here, so what's the point, man? That was me too. That's why my projects all took a halt. Yeah, so I was like, if I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to spend more money on this. Place. Exactly. So yeah. I, I, I kind of just that's where she and I clash a lot is that we're, we're just hyper opinionated about the stuff that we both like when there's usually one person will handle this and the other person will handle mm. that. But we both want to stay in everything. And that's the problem. You got to pick and choose your battles. Oh, for sure. If she and I were uh, like doing a YouTube together, we would bet two months later. This is why we broke up. Oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the video title. <laughs> <laughs> the video time was like, this is why we broke up Damn. and then we would have to do the whole video because we just wouldn't get along in that sense. Damn, that's rough. Yeah. Do yeah, you, you got to you gotta know. I mean, it's good that you knew that shit, right? I mean, that's 
you you already saw it coming so that's why you didn't do it yeah whereas like i'm stubborn where i would see that and go nah we could change <laughs> Like, and that's why I'm not with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. Like I think I got a small taste of it when I originally for her, her Instagram, I started that Instagram for her. Oh shit. Yeah, I started that Instagram up for her um and then I I think I tried to work with her on it mm-hmm. and it just didn't happen. It was yeah. it w- we would just clash. And so um because originally she just wanted me to handle it, like take photos, edit it, upload it for her, and then yeah. she, she would do the captions. But, you know, just dial and taste. She didn't like it. She didn't yeah. like the way I would take photos or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, if you don't like it, then just you do it yourself, which I was fine with it, you know. But that's just an example of us not – that was the taste of, oh, like she really does She really does want to stay in creative. Mm. And it's not just like her just to have an account as yeah. a business move to connect with fans. It's like, oh, no, like I, I really want this to be a part of myself and represent who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, then it's not going to work. So That's good you backed off though because oh, yeah. I would have been like, but <laughs> – and that's why we fought because yeah. – um, you know, and I, I don't know. That's just the way we probably did a lot of things is, uh, I don't know. Is when you think that you know better than someone, you're like, ah, you don't know. Yeah. You know? I have that problem. And let them be. Yeah. I mean, you obviously did it because you and Mario, you were able to give her space. Yeah. I mean, I in my mind, I was like, I know better than you, but I just I chose to let it go. <laughs> you don't want to fight no more. I just don't want to fight anymore. I just I just hate fighting. It just drains me, man. It takes my spirit out. Yeah. It fucking it, it's literally if she and I fight it literally feels like um the next day somebody just took this vacuum opened up my chest and sucked out my spirit. I know. And then I just sit there just I can't work, I yeah. can't write, I can't do shit. Oh fuck, I know what you mean. I, that was me for the last several years. <laughs> just not even that's for me for like the like past 3 4 years, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean it, it was rough, man. Like it's it's just Especially because when she and I were first together, man, you know how much she and I fought, man. I think we used to have the fucking, the, the bro bitching days. <laughs> we would just yeah. go to fucking the one yakitori spot and be like, this bitch. Yeah. I think that's how every sentence started was, this fucking bitch. Yeah, but we all moved past it. See, that's cool because you guys got over that. And then yeah. now it's a different. And then like, you guys bicker or fight, but it's never explosive and fucked up like it used to be. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Too. So now you can focus on your career and you're, I mean, it, it's all showing too. Like, you know, you're doing way more now yeah. and it's like, once that veil is lifted, you have more mental capacity to just operate. Yeah. Well, well guys, that's the end of this podcast. Uh, I hope we helped both you out with your issues and your problems. I know it sounds like we're a little harsh at first, but there's always gems in there, man. Like Caesar, if we could just reflect back on it, you're doing really well. So for somebody who's a 20-year-old and has already worked towards your career, you're way past anything that I personally was doing at your age. I was still singing boys to men songs about a girl who dumped me. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> and Joe was over here fucking yep. <laughs> doing absolutely nothing, my friend. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And um, what was her name? We we out. The, your, 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 yeah. yeah. Her hidden name because she doesn't want to be known. Hey, why don't you be vulnerable and tell the world your name, girl? What the hell? <laughs> Trying to tell other people to be vulnerable. But um, all jokes aside, I think it's awesome that you brought that up. I think, you, you know, it's not just this generation, but everyone should be a little more vulnerable with each other and and be stronger and being okay if people hurt you. Yeah, it's okay. That's what makes us all stronger is yeah. we go through the pain. All right, you guys. Well, you can find us on – if you guys like this section, if you're watching this video, write in the comments below that you want us to do more advice topics because I personally love it. 
because it opens up a lot of conversation topics for us. So yep. um, catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all that other all that other audio platforms. We are out there. Give us that five star uh, like, share, comment, everything, people, because Genius Brain is out there to be the best podcast out there in the world. Best. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Peace.